Welcome to Do A Skid episode two. Today it's the Christmas special and we've got a couple of special guests with us as well. We've got Wagner from X Factor fame joining us. He's going to be telling us about how he stays young, his fitness regime, any sort of behind the scenes secrets he might be able to give us what's going uh, happened back at X Factor back in the day. Maybe what's going on with Simon Cowell's face right now. Uh, and also we've got with us Nathan. He's the, the self-proclaimed monotone brummy. Yes. <laughs> who's going to be talking to us about, specifically about bird bikes uh, and testing the bird e-bike prototype that he's recently had a chance to test. So we'll kick it off with our special Christmas guest, Wagner. Welcome, Wagner. Hello, everybody. Can you see me? Yes, we can see <laughs> you live, live from Brazil. Ah, right then. Can you see I'm by a lemon tree? Ah, yes, looking very nice. I'm by a lemon tree. 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 Brilliant. Merry Yes. Yeah, it is looking very Christmassy there. Do you get much uh, snow in Brazil? Christmas? It's <laughs> boiling hot here. <laughs> look, I'm permanently brown now. I've changed colour. I have changed colour. You don't in this place. You don't even need to go to the beach to get a done. All you gotta do is go to the bakery and come back. Go to the supermarket and come back, and you go and you brown already. Really? I thought I, I thought that was a top you was wearing at first. Actually, I just realised it's your tats, it's your tattoos. No, no, I'm I'm topless. <laughs> it's too warm here. You better be topless. <laughs> you know. You know something, when it's really cold, you can protect yourself wearing lots of clothing. But when it is too hot, even naked, you still sweat. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's great to have you here, Wagner, for the uh, the Christmas special of Do A Skid. So, first of all, I want, one thing we want to ask you, because obviously this is a fitness mountain biking oriented podcast. How do you stay so young, full of energy? What's your personal fitness regime that you go through? Well, thank you first of all for the compliments. I'm I'm going to be sixty-seven, and I don't feel it. You don't look it. <laughs> look sixty-seven, Mike. <laughs> yes, <laughs> those but ones are sick. What I, do, I I eat little. People have surgeries in their bellies to lose weight. I simply use this here instead of a bisturi to cut my stomach. I just eat little and uh, do my bodybuilding nearly every day, sometimes only five or six days a week, but sometimes every single day. One body part so each day. So, for instance, one day I do legs. The other day I do shoulders and triceps. The other day I do back. And then I finish with chest and biceps and do abs whenever in, the, in you don't need to do your abs every day you do your abs in the kitchen <laughs> you know yeah. make, making hundreds of abs is not going to give you abs what's going to give you abs is a bit of exercise and a good diet you want this thank you yeah <laughs> well, that's it i you know jogging is good too I love karate, I love swimming, but uh, bodybuilding is 
it's like it's designed for you. You can't go wrong. You yeah. look after each part of your body, shoulders, biceps, triceps, forearms, everything. So I always, I always enjoyed bodybuilding. I started when I was 12. And the only reason why I'm not good enough is because I don't take enough gear. You need to take <laughs> a lot of gear to become really big and strong. Yeah, well, there's a thing in the news isn't at the moment. There's that, uh, the, have you heard of the liver king? Big muscly bloke who reckons he just lived on like livers and he got, he got all his muscles from that. Well, it's come out that he's been taking roids now. And Joe Rogan yesterday has just called out The Rock saying that he's got to be uh, on steroids and, and called him out on his podcast. So they're waiting for some sort of, I don't know, come back at the moment where The Rock's going to admit it or, I don't know, deny it. Well, The, the Rock looks fantastic. Is, is he having any health problems? Uh, I don't know. Not that I know of. But why is, why is someone saying he's got to get off steroids? No, someone's saying that he... Because he says that he's not on steroids. But Joe Rogan is saying he is. he's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> of, course, of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Sylvester Stallone was caught in Australia's airport? In C- I think in Sydney. With steroids and growth hormone in his, in his luggage. Really? <laughs> well, he, was, he went there only for a couple of days. And he wouldn't stop taking it. He <laughs> so, wouldn't stop taking it. So, even going to Australia for a couple of days. <laughs> Brilliant. So you're not on the roids then? Every now and then, I, I like to take a bit, yeah. Okay. Every now and then. <laughs> just, just drop one now and again. <laughs> so, Wagner's secrets yeah. to stay is young steroids. <laughs> it's good. It yeah? is good. Uh, there is a there is a, a doctor. He's eighty four years old. His name is Jeffrey Life. If you Google him, yeah. he's incredible. He he has a fabulous physique. His face is old, of course, but his physique is like like a young man. Yeah. And he says we all should take testosterone after thirty years old, because when you reach after the age of thirty, we stop. We start producing less test testosterone. That's why most athletes they they retire in their forties because they, they they don't have they don't have that anymore. They don't have that extra anymore. And bodybuilders they carry on taking it and then they they keep growing their muscles and and shrinking the dicks, <laughs> shrinking the dicks and pimples on the bones. These the guys who don't do bodybuilding and they but they do strongman competition. Oh, they also take it. Mm. If you don't take it, you don't win. You know, simple as that. Yeah. But yeah, what you were gonna say? Yeah. So the other thing you you touched on a good point. You said abs are made in the kitchen, and I've heard that quite a bit. So when you do eat, obviously being in Brazil, you know, is it sort of what what would you what would you be your typical lunch during a day? Because I have diabetes type 2, I have to avoid carbs anyway. So I, I eat a very small quantity of carbs, a bit of salads, and then I'll have fish or eggs in, in a bigger quantity than the carbs. Yeah. And uh, I eat little and often during the day, tiny bits, always controlling the sugar. And at the same time, it controls... The growth of my belly. It doesn't grow much. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's very easy to put weight on, especially for me. I have a terrible metabolism. 
I get, I, I put weight on very easily. So I have to diet all the time. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Sounds like the Mediterranean diet, which I think is uh, quite a popular. Uh, oh, yes, mix. it's a good one. It's yeah. very healthy. You touched on karate as well. Obviously, you were quite. You taught karate, didn't you, for a while? Uh, do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Oh, I, th- I taught it for many years. I taught it for many years. Karate is fantastic because in boxing, you just punch. In karate, you have so many movements. You have. You hit like that, 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 like that, <laughs> like that. And then you do front kicks, the side kicks, and round kick, roundhouse kicks, and back kicks. So karate is good to make you fit. It's really good. And every movement you make must be faster and more powerful than the previous. So once you do a session of proper karate, you feel really good about yourself. Am I the only person that wants to say hard with you around ice cream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you chop down the, the lemon tree for us? We <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger here in Brazil, I haven't done it for a long time. I used it to... We, we all like to drink coconut water here. But there is a bit of flesh inside the coconut. Yeah. A sweet flesh. So I used it to put a towel on the sand and open the coconut with shuto like that. <laughs> or with the elbow like that. Yeah. So what, what style of karate was it that you did? Shotokan and Gojuryu. Okay, yeah. So Both. Shotokan is what I did for a while. I think it's, it's probably the most popular, I imagine. Yeah, Shotokan is grounded, strong, yeah. powerful. Brilliant. So, uh, it's lighter, it's lighter. Yeah, excellent. So, the, obviously, this is also a, a mountain biking podcast that we do. And when I come around yours a while back, I remember seeing you had sort of a sort of this kick-ass cowboy-looking bike. So, do you want to tell us? I mean, do you have any history of being out on the bikes and 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 that side of things? My my electric bike. Yeah. I brought it in the container. It is here. I go to the gym on, on the bike, but sometimes I walk. Yeah. Because if I walk to the gym, just the 15 minutes walk and the 15 minutes back are enough to get me brown. And yeah. if I go on my bike, I get there too quick and I don't get the sometimes. So I rather I prefer to walk. But the bike... Oh, but there's something else as well. In England, the roads are like a... How can I say? It's like a carpet. (laughs) Not like a carpet. What I mean is smooth. Yeah. In here, in Brazil, too many holes. You go, your bike go like that. Yeah, I suppose we've got it... (laughs) Compared to Brazil, I suppose we've got it good. We moan about a few poles, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That must be terrible. So do what, what is the make of your bike? Do you know the name of it? Because it's not the kind of e-bikes we're used to. Ah, it's, got... it's, a, it's a Ray Volt. Okay. Ray, R-A-Y, Volt, V-O-L-T. It's a Ray Volt Cruiser. Yeah. That's the model. It's a pretty kick-ass looking thing. You wouldn't want to do like the trails on it, I don't think. But it's <laughs> like, you've got like brown tassels and some big leather and stuff on it. And yeah, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, but it, it's, it's not for... 
It's only for the roads. <coughs> yeah. So have you ever done any mountain biking in the past? Any, any off-road biking? Yes, I have, and I, but, but not much. I know you are adept. I know you love it. Well, next time you're back you, in England, you, you, you'll have to... You are uh, doing it a lot, aren't you? Yeah, you'll have to come back. You'll have to come out with us next time you're over. Um, I know you're trying to get me over there as well for a, for a hair transplant, aren't you? <laughs> or the micropigmentation that builds back the the hairline and it looks makes it it makes you look like you have hair but yeah. you you prefer to shave so so let's talk what was gonna i was going to say he'll make some serious money out of all the feet i mean there's me jeez mine's going oh yeah so me out like that <laughs> mine's off as well we're all there uh, yeah, we're all coming over <laughs> and there's a couple of others well, we won't mention their names <laughs> what you have to do Straight away, if you are losing hair, you need to start taking finasteride one milligram because it finasteride stops the testosterone reaching your hair. Okay, you don't do it. it is the testosterone that makes us lose hair. I do like you. But if you take finasteride, it's a little pill, one pill a day. You can even inject testosterone, like I do, yeah. and you don't lose hair. All right. Brilliant. You can lose a single hair if you take finasteride, if you take the tablet. So, the proof that finasteride works is that even adding testosterone, I inject myself, I get the injection on that, and I, and I inject it on my shoulder. Not always, but sometimes, you know, uh, bodybuilders, they have cycles where they take for a while, and then they stopped. So, at my age, if I want to look a bit better, I better take it a little bit. But, but anyway, I took it all my life. Oh my, there's nothing new. I only took a little bit. Yeah, well, it obviously works. Just so when, you, when you take the finasteride, even if you inject testosterone on yourself, you'll not lose hair. So that's the first step. And then you apply minoxidil, which is a liquid, a lotion you, you apply over the scalp. And the minoxidil will stimulate the growth. Okay. Then, then your hair loss stops. Yes, I think this is all coming a bit and late then, for me, yeah, I think. Once, once, yeah. once you stop, you need to stop the hair loss and then do the transplant. Right. Okay, so oh. that, that leads us on to then, I suppose, to, to what you're doing now. So let's go back to a bit about your history because... There's quite an interesting story about how you came to the UK originally, uh, and then obviously you're back in Brazil. So do you want to, should we rewind the clock back a bit and say how you came over to the UK originally, ah, and then yeah. your history on X Factor and that I, sort of thing? I met, a, I met an English girl in 1977, and uh, she came back to Brazil. We, we had a bit of an affair. And we wrote to each other in those days. You could only write or no mobile phones, no internet. And make us wonder what the future will bring with technology. And uh, we kept writing to each other. And then in 1992, many years later, she came back to Brazil. I was single. And she asked if I wanted to marry her. So I came to England and I married her. The marriage didn't last. 
I, I went back to Brazil. Then I regretted that I wanted to come back to England, but I had no money to come back to England. So I went to the docks and I started asking the, the staff on the merchant vessels, which ship is going to England? Because I will need a lift. And I got a lift <laughs> from a merchant vessel, oh, Gill, brought me from Rio to Tilbury. And I had no money. And this, the crew gave me, each one got a little bit of money and they, and they gave me money and, and the chef gave me food for, for me to start, to restart my life in England. They had catch a taxi. And uh, that was it. Then, then I was on, then I worked as a salesman. I worked as a PE teacher, as a supply teacher. And went on the X Factor, and I was making good money. I I was selling lots of uh, video messages. I'm the I'm the creator of the celebrity video message. All these platforms, Camel, Thrills, Memo Video, came after me. I was the first one to do it. When I started doing it, people people would curse me and say, "You must be desperate for money." And I say, "No, everybody's asking me for video." But if I, if I, I, I don't have time to do them all for free every day. So either you, you pay or I'll stop here. You know, what's the point of me doing? And I said, people are asking me to do 20, 10 videos every day. You know, I can't stop doing what I'm doing and work for free for doing videos. Because it's quite an effort. Even if it's a happy birthday to David from James, you know, sometimes the, the first one doesn't look good or you got a bit of saliva here. Between the lip and the audio, got to redo the video. So I was making good money with it. And uh, Facebook changed its uh, policies. And instead of me getting hundreds of thousands of visualizations, I started getting get only a few dozen. And they emailed me saying that I would have to pay to advertise my videos. But there is no money that can pay for me to reach what I was reaching before. Uh, when I had 300, when I had hundreds of thousands of views per video, times 10 or 20 videos uploaded per day, I was reaching millions of people, and that's why, and that's why I was selling 10 to 20 a day. But I need to have millions of people in order to sell 10 or 20. With the new Facebook policy, I can only pay to reach a few thousands. Yeah. Because if I was going to pay to reach millions, I would pay much more money than I would make with the video. So they ruined my video business in a way. I still sell videos, but not as many. Yeah. And, uh, and you did a few parts on gigs, isn't that, didn't you, as well? The gigs stopped the lockdown. Gigs stopped the lockdown. And when lockdown was over, everything was slow, and I wasn't selling enough videos, and I thought... I need a business that will work for me without me physically having to work. So <laughs> I came to Brazil with a franchise of a hair transplant clinic. I'm going to employ a surgeon, two nurses, two nurse assistants, a receptionist, an administrator, manager kind of thing, and a cleaner. And I think I'm okay with that. I yeah. think that's all the stuff if I remember. So the clinic will work for me. Of course, I'm going to keep an eye on it. But as soon as it's up and running, I'll be back in my UK. Brilliant. Yeah, we can't wait for you to come back. 
And, uh, I'm your mates. I love it then. A Midlands guy as well, aren't you? I mean, that's how me and you sort of know each other through the sort of uh, local to the, the Midlands scene and uh, working on your website and that side of things. And I remember that it was this time last year, we, we went on the Christmas party. We, to, yes, I went, I went with you for the, to the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, to Whaley's Ruby restaurant. And Michael Fabricant was in there, the politician. And you were going, yeah. that is definitely a wig. And I was trying to dare you to pull it off as a wig. Yeah, and it wasn't. I don't think you'd have had enough beers. The wigs, they just look like a, they look like caps. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you back in the UK, and you are having fabricants' wig. Now, now there is a new one. I've seen it. They glue it. It is a very thin membrane with hair, and they glue it on the scalp. How horrible it must be that you want to scratch your scalp, you want to walk it. But it's glued. Yeah. Hair transplants and micropigmentation are the solution. I wonder if that's what inspired you, actually, because you didn't come up with the, the new business until after you'd saw Fabricant's hair. <laughs> Do you think that might have thought, there's something wrong there, we, you know. <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> no, it was my own boldness. I became bold. I was bold, and then I had two hair transplants. So that testosterone? <laughs> <laughs> Genetics, yeah, but no, as well. I, genetics. I think your kind of style would suit me, actually. Because some guys they never lose hair, and they have natural testosterone, and some take some bodybuilders uh, take plenty and never lose any hair. If you if you if you want to if you are going to lose hair, you will. If you're never going to lose hair, you will not. It's nature. Yeah, that makes but sense. But if you lose hair, there is control. Yeah. There is cure. There is a solution. Well, there we go. And you so are the solution. So how are you guys? How is England? I miss England. How is England? It's yeah. cold. <laughs> I had to de-ice my car this morning, de-ice it on the way home, and as I got out to get in it again to come down here, it was frosted over again. It's freezing. But other than that, it's all good. Still England, still crazy politics and stuff going on. So, have you guys got any questions for Wagner that you want to ask? Other than if you can still do a roundhouse kick. <laughs> can you still do a roundhouse kick? I was never good at that kick. <laughs> okay. So, never. Can... I was good at front kick. I was good at front kick and back kick. Side kick and roundhouse kick. I was never good at them. Yeah. But even if you're not good at them, just trying to do them improves your fitness. The one I could never do is the axe kick. You know, you sort of lift up and drop down like that. You'd never get the hang of that. I, I can't do that either, no. Yeah, it's just, it feels awkward. Yeah. It's all to do with flexibility. If you are flexible, you do everything. Can we have one you more know? song from you, Wagner, before you go? One more song. Uh, uh, let me see. What, what, what song? What song? Yeah. Em frente ao coqueiro verde, esperei uma eternidade. Já fumei um. Tá errado, não, 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 não. É. Em frente ao coqueiro verde, esperei uma eternidade. Já fumei um cigarro e meio e narinha não veio. Como diz Leila Diniz, homem tem que ser durão. Se ela não chegar agora, 
não precisa chegar, pois eu vou-me embora, vou ver meu basquete. Se ela chega e não me vê, sai correndo atrás de mim, pois eu vou-me embora, vou ler meu pasquim. Se ela chega e não me vê, sai correndo atrás de mim. Beautiful. I've no idea what you said, but it sounded nice. Thank you very much. So, last question before we wrap it up. Give us some behind the scenes X Factor gossip dirt. Is there anything you've got? Never revealed before. Uh. <laughs> God, you, I think it looks like you're debating whether you can say well, it or not. Not I can think of, no, but only, only the only thing I could say that people, many people perhaps don't know is that it is a TV show and it's, it is to look like reality, but it's not reality. It is a TV show. It is entertainment. So nothing is real. Yeah. Everything. For instance, when the, the judges, when they give their opinion, they already have a script with what they should say because the show cannot rely on on the quick thinking and on the wit of the judges, because the guy must be could be down or depressed or with a headache and wouldn't have the wouldn't be quick with the answers. So they have all the before you sing the the opinion you must give is already written there for you. Yeah, no, yeah, I suppose that makes sense. And and what what yeah. do you think to so, Simon Cowell's new head? It looks like he's got strep A, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, have you seen him? No. Yeah, have, have a look. He's all in the news at the moment because he's done, I don't know, he's done something to his face. He's over Botoxed or something. No, he hasn't. It looks like he's been chasing a parked car. <laughs> he's all in doing something to his face, isn't he? Yeah. He's all he's 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 done that. He changed his teeth a few times. So He's got my ears, but... It changes them. Before you do go, one thing you said was how much you love England and you're living in Brazil. Who's Who are you rooting for in the World Cup? You know, I never bothered about football in my oh, life. Even the World Cup? Because he's a proper man. Never, never. Not even the World Cup. Brazil played the other day a couple of... There are two Brazil matches I never watched. Couldn't be bothered. But You're what I can say yeah. is, it's a girl sport. <laughs> if I'm in England and England wins, I have a party in England. <laughs> but if I'm in Brazil and Brazil wins, there will be a party in Brazil. So it's win-win for you then. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, no, it's been great to catch up with you, Wagner, and uh, me and you will catch up again soon. And let me know when you're back in Brazil, and I'll let you know when we're all ready for our new hairdos. And uh, you Thank take you very much, David. Let's keep in touch. Yeah, definitely. Hey, everybody. These guys are my friends in real life, not just on the final interview. Take care. Take care, mate. See you soon. Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. We've had Wagner as our special guest. And our next, I say special guest, we're more of a, a regular... Member of the crew. I'm not really a guest. I'm a guest of the special podcast. Special and a guest. 
so to the podcast. <coughs> yeah, but like you're, the, you're the world of fit regulars. You mean integral, integral members? You are. You're down. You're part of the. You are the crew. Damn. I've been down for a long time. You put the F in world of fit. Fat. <laughs> F in. I do swear quite a lot, yeah. and I have said that I was coming on the podcast that I wouldn't swear or 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 at least try not to. Don't say shit or bugger. There's more words that I use. We are child. I was going to say child friendly, but <laughs> it can be interpreted in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So, well, well, how did I come come into it? Well, I've known you for probably close to twenty years now, isn't it? Yeah, it was back in. Watch the previous episode about the old street race car club days and yes. how we all met, and it was through that. I think it was Mickey Finn though, who not the DJ as I told every time I mentioned his name. Do you know the DJ? No, I don't know the DJ. Um, but Mickey Finn. So Mickey Finn introduced me to Wilder Fit. Then I obviously then met David because he was the, he was the like, maestro. The head honcho. The head man. I'm the guy who does the social media. Yes. <laughs> the social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, and that, was, that was it really, wasn't it? And then well, it kind of, I didn't really have nothing to do with it. For well, it didn't like even start through, through that for Wilder Fit. It was like I'd put pictures up on Facebook of me on my mountain bike. Yeah. And you messaged me, oh, I'm mountain bike too. Let's, let's be mountain bike friends. Remember me? Yeah. And I was like, remember what I did? And we literally, I just and I was like, yeah, because Cooper's given up because he's dead scared, and I need a new friend to go out with. So and and um, Stu had bought. Uh, he he stopped going out, didn't he? So he used to buy Stu. Yeah, we got all, and he bought an e-bike, and we all took the piss out of him yeah. again. So we do. Sort of subject. <laughs> and then, so we started going out, didn't we? Um, and then, we, we kind of, well, we're more family friends now, aren't we? So, yeah. obviously the kids, kids have a lot to do with each other. And then we do our uh, mountain biking, which, to be fair, I haven't done much of lately because I've been very busy with my beautiful girlfriend um, doing our house. So, next year is the year I'm going to get back into it. It is. Um, but in the meantime, we have been on e-bikes, which people have seen, um, and it's quite good, isn't it? It is, yeah. Well, it, it all started, really, at Ardwock last year. Yeah, which where, we have bought tickets for next year. Yes, very exciting. Up early to get them. Uh, yeah, you had to go on the the Epic. Bird Epic e-bike after... I'm not going to lie, you slated e-bikes for so long. Yes, but then I got fat and thought I need an e-bike. <laughs> this is probably pretty <laughs> much can't be enjoying Yeah, yeah. So, no, so what happened was, so the company who I um, kind of fell in love with, really, I suppose, uh, is Bird, the magic bike um, uh, company. And the only reason, the only reason you wanted a Bird bike was why? Originally was because it's got my name up the side of it. Yeah. However, his second name is Bird. Third name actually. I'm only saying my second name. Clarence. It's <laughs> worse than Clarence. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. We shall find that out. You probably will find it out. You'll just do something on social media or we'll something. Just, we'll just message Gemma while you chat. Hack into something <laughs> of mine. So yeah, so I bought a white. Uh, I, I basically started a new company. They were all mountain bikers. I said, you're all mental. I'm never spending that sort of money on a, on a mating bike. Six months later, I spent, I think it was about 1,300 quid uh, on a white 901. Loved it. That's when I messaged you. Started getting involved with Wild Feet. Uh, and then I wanted to go to a full source. Yeah. 
So immediately natural uh, next progression. Yeah, progression is to a full sus. Full suspension. Full suspension. Dale, who is at work, who I work with, um, he basically pointed me in the Nardo one, and then when I told him uh, that I wanted full sus, he said, "You do know there's a company that sells bikes and they're called Bird." I was like, "Really?" So then I looked into it, fell in love with the bike, bought it. Um, and that's kind of how I started to get affiliated with Bird. We've had a bit to do with Bird from a few of our videos. Yeah, we? so do you want to tell us a bit about Bird? Because they're, they're a rare UK-based like company. And the amount of effort they put into stuff. Do you want to go into a bit about that? Yeah, so without obviously um, going on too long, Dan is the uh, designer. Um, past, he was a um Nuclear warhead. Oh, it was, it was a warhead engineer, wasn't it? Yeah. He told us. I think it was when I went down with Mickey Finn, and he was like, "Oh, did I yeah. tell you this?" And I was like, "No." Um, so he started <coughs> a company. Well, with a, with a guy called Ben um, Ben Pinnock. Are any of their surnames Bird? No. Why did they call it Bird? So the reason it's called Bird is they were mountain bikers and there was in the Surrey Hills there was a page whether it was on Facebook and whatever else Ben decided he wanted to create a, a, a mountain bike company um, and he basically put a post on there saying is anybody interested Dan's on yeah here's some designs that I've, I've done and that's kind of how the company came about in terms of the name there was a he might correct me because he, he which hopefully will come on the podcast. Um, it was something like the ground bird nesting. Um, there was an issue on the trails with yeah, ground nesting birds, bird. and there was like a project that they, they did, and they called it the ground nesting bird project. And then they kind of just kept the name bird, and that's how bird came about. So it's nothing to do with me, uh, it's nothing to do with anybody with the name, uh, it's to do with ground nesting birds. But you are their biggest advertiser now. Hopefully, um, I do. Yeah, it's not just that though. It says because they're a small company and they're UK based, they are very open to just popping in and going for a chat, talking about main bikes, which is what we all love to do. Not much you. I do what you want. I do This isn't my third one. However, you've put me off. It's Adidas. Yes. Yeah. So we went down there, didn't we, for the open day? They invited us down, and, and like you say, they yeah. they just like you said, oh, come and ride with us after. And we went yeah. and ride out with them. They're just proper down to earth, nice, yeah, yeah, cool, knowledgeable guys. They really are. And the bikes that you know, I mean, the bike, the company um, hasn't been going for too long. It was two thousand and thirteen, and then within nine years, they got um, Enduro Bike of the Year, uh, which is huge. You know, that, that's massive for a small company to get this kind of recognition. And you see a lot of bird bikes on the trails now. You do, but a lot of people still don't know what they are. Um, but they're a very aggressive bike. So by that, I mean the, uh, the forks of uh, right tape. Um, they are an aggressive stance bike, but they they are super. They fly down anything. Now, I went and test rode an AM145 at Cuncar, which is one of their demo locations. Now, the only thing I would say with bird it's very limited to where you can test ride them. Mm. Now, um, I had to go to Concord to do that. They are a direct sales company, so you get more for your money, which is another plus point of why I went to Bird. So um, there's no middleman, you know. Yeah. Um, so so that's quite good. Um, and then we went. Uh, I thought, right, I'm going to buy one, so I bought one. Um, we've been down there. We've had a chat to him. Um, they are very involving. They'll talk to you about anything. Um, 
and you know the, that's it really the, the project though is the ethic and that's when that they gave you the opportunity to test ride their new prototype e-bike which hopefully is going to be so it is going to yeah so it was a bit of a sore subject there's been reliability issues with shimano david won't want to do this everybody knows but the same with bosch as well yes um but the bikes so they had three bikes um and there's been some reliability issues so dan as a company one way risky but two um he doesn't want to put a bike out there just to Right, mother. He he wants to put a bike out there that is fit for purpose and he's going to smash everything that's you know in its or get you know compete mm. with with everything else that's out there. Do it once and do it right. Exactly right. Um so I got to test ride the, the blue ethic. It is slightly too small for me. Uh, and in the time that it's been designed and tested, naturally as an engineer, he's going to want to change it um and tweak it ever so slightly. So it's now been pushed back that production is potentially going to be, you know, next year. Well, it is going to be next year, hopefully. Um, but it's not going to be anytime soon. So there's a new design that he has put out um, to get the frames back. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of test hours on there that's needed to, to you know, to make sure that the, the tweaks are the right tweaks. Uh, and again, test the reliability of the new Shimano motor that's coming out. So you're going to be testing the new one as well? Hopefully, very much hopefully, um, which would be great. Yeah. Not only for me, but for the, the channel, obviously. Well, we need to get him on at some point. Cause, um, yeah. I mean, you chat to him pretty much every day now anyway. You're pestering, you know, he's the most I annoying do, do, customer. I do pester him, I do, but only because um, I, I do... Dan turned around to me and said, you know, he doesn't, he, he won't hide anything and he, and he won't bull S you, so I'm not swearing. He won't BS anybody. He will be very straight. He will tell you exactly what, what how it is. Um, and, he's, and he said to me, look, the bike's not going to be coming out when I wanted it to come out. Go somewhere else if you want to. I physically and mentally can't go anywhere else. There are bikes out there that I like. You know, the megawatt, uh, Dale's, um, uh, he's, he's white, uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, it's a nice bike, it's a great bike, and there's other stuff out there, the Santa Cruz, the Heckler, they are great bikes, but I can't go anywhere. The Catherine is a good bike. Don't, no. <laughs> Nobody will tempt me specifically with the Catherine. Oh. I, I love my bike. You hit a rock? Yeah, maybe you sold it. You buy him and rock. sell him. I'm sure they're rock They are good. Decathlon put out some good stuff. I mean, for like for people who are starting out mountain biking, the one thing everybody does, they go to Halfords, they buy a bike, they try and pedal it, and they crunch the gears, and they realise it's not a good bike. But if you are starting out on mountain biking, I think Decathlon, for a cheap bike, is, would be the way to go, because they are quality as opposed to Halfords. Couldn't comment, I've had one. Probably won't have one. Yeah. Because I'm... Or just save a bit more and get yourself a... Yeah, so, anyway... As we were saying about the bike, yeah. hopefully next year. Um, but, you know, we fair play to him, but you've got to... I, I mean, I spoke to him before I came on, said, I don't want to say too much, don't want to say anything you don't want me to say. And he, and he, he didn't say, don't say anything. You know, he, he wants to be honest. Mm. But the people who are on the hook stay on the hook because it is worth staying on. You know, the, the bike was superb. 
Um, the only thing I found a bit off when I first rode it was at R-Drive. In the Dales, there's a lot of off-camber stuff, especially on the demo stuff. Um, so riding off-camber, I could feel the difference in weight higher up the bike. Mm. The white, which Dale's got, there's a different way the battery's loaded into the bottom of the bike, so the weight's lower down. But I personally did feel anything off-camber, there was a, you know, you get used to it. Yeah. But straight away, you feel like, I've got to put my, pull my weight over a bit. But then we did the peaks, didn't feel it uh, at all. Yeah. Um, and the big difference is it's obviously a high pivot as well, isn't it? Yeah, so, well, mid-pivot, don't, oh, don't like to call it. Uh, uh, the reason for that was to bring the chain stay in. Now, he does go through it a bit more in detail than I would be able to, and I'll probably tell you wrong. Um, but basically, it's to do with when you're pedaling, the anti-squat, get it on a motorbike. Um, when the bike compresses, the wheelbase gets longer. And when the wheelbase is longer and the um, the bike becomes unstable now Dan designed it um, so that anti-squat was reduced so under compression the bike stays more stable not only that um, the reason that e-bikes have longer chain stays is because the motor's there and the way it has to pivot off the frame which is the, the chain stay the rear triangle if you like um, because the motor's there it ends up Extending the, the especially the, the chains, uh, the chains, the chains stay. The triangle is longer. Yeah. Um, Dan is the engineer. I I am an engineer, but I'm not a sport engineer. <laughs> um, so I could, you know, watch the video. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and that's it. Uh, well, yeah. Please, that you know, there's there's a lot of people who are. though Bird has a faithful following. Yeah. You know, people when they do buy them, they are then faithful to the brand. Um, but that's because of the bikes they put out there and if you haven't tried a bird bike do try a bird bike one thing that I would like to do is to try and get something more in the Midlands that either supply or demo or whatever so if there are you know bike companies out there that potentially do want to work with with Dan and the team um, you know get in touch and and, um, and hopefully we can get something a bit more Midlands based because it is it is a bit of a joy yeah, it is good. To and the one thing I noticed when you are on the trails, it, it is like a niche. If you've got a bird bike, like if you see somebody else with a bird bike, you all go talk to them. Yeah, or vice versa. <coughs> Whereas, like I see a new group bike, like exactly. Seen all the time. Or <laughs> Um Yeah, so yeah, and that that is it. there is a faithful following. Um, but they are putting, they do put out brilliant bikes, and the customer service. We've mentioned it before on, on the videos before. The customer service, they are renowned for the customer service. They, they can't do enough for you. I mean, when I was ordering my bike, I was changing things. And as you do, you know, again, bird, you can, you basically buy the frame. You yeah. basically buy the frame. Custom build the rest. You custom build the rest. So there's a lot of things like, you know, um, Dale, we won't, probably won't worry about what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. So Dale bought his bike and he spent a fair amount of money on it. But then straight after, he's got to spend like 300 quid because one, the drop post not long enough. It didn't necessarily come with the wheels he wanted it to come with because there were supply issues. So they were putting that DT Swiss, but it came with Hope. Some people may want the Hope, some people want the DT Swiss. Whereas Bird, you literally just log on to the website, pick the bike you want, go, I want Shimano, I want SRAM, I don't want, you know, I, I, I want Code RSC brakes, I want Hope brakes. You literally pick it. And you build it to your budget, yeah. and that's the other thing. You know, there's there's bikes when you when you buy the if they put out four um, specifications of a bike, and you go right. I mean that bracket, 
you know, I can afford seven grand on an e-bike, but I can't afford ten. But you think actually I could afford eight, but they haven't got one in between. Birds, you can build a bike to eight grand. Mm. Um, and they will, you know, you email them, message them, and I'll sort of like, change it. Um, James, who works down in the uh, in the office as well, um, they all went down there. We went down there, didn't we? And I wanted to put a fidlock on, for example, you know, another video we've done. Um, he, he just, I said, I need to put this on. And he was like, oh, right, well, you need this, you need that. And he, he takes me into the shop, the bike shop itself, um, rather than in the showroom. This is what you need. Show they can't do enough for you. Yeah. And that's what you want, especially when you're forking out that kind of money. Yeah. But again, that's why Dan don't want to put a bike out there just yet. Because they don't want to lose that customer service interaction. You imagine putting a bike out there that's not necessarily right. Yeah. He then personally won't have the time to fix everybody's problems and he, and he, and he doesn't he doesn't want to be in that position. He's what I, I would assume. Yeah. Um, the only other thing though is what surprised me um, is how the smaller bike companies suffer. Yeah. And I want him to come in and talk about that. Well, a lot have been being bought out. You know, uh, if you listen on the Pink Bike podcast last year, they were talking about the amount of, especially during COVID, the, the amount of bike companies, smaller ones in the US that have been bought out by the bigger bigger names. It's not just that, though. It's the ones that are struggling. Yeah. Stanton. Stanton put out fantastic-looking bikes and fantastic riding bikes from what I've heard. I haven't personally done one. Well, you know, the news came out a few weeks ago um, that Stanton are, are going into administration or have gone into administration. And you think, well, how, how can they be doing that when, when they're putting out such good bikes? But the availability, not only through COVID, where people couldn't get parts and whatever yeah. else, the companies, the big companies like Shimano and Bosch and whatever else, don't help the smaller companies. Dan wants to put out, so I think the quick figure he gave me on the ethic, his, his prediction or hopes were like 900 units he was going to put out every year. Yeah. He went to Bosch and people are like, well, why aren't you putting Bosch motors on? You know, Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. people people prefer each one. And people would ask him, why haven't we put Bosch on? But Bosch wouldn't listen because Bosch wanted him to have 2,000 units a year. A company that has a business program of 900 units a year can't, you can't sign up to something yeah. like that. And what happens if he doesn't sell the 900 units he wants to anyway? He might sell the 2,000. Yeah. But you've got com- big companies like that who don't help the you know the smaller fish, and that's, that's wrong. But you don't realise that they have that problem until you go and have a chat to Dan. Yeah. There's you know? a lot of politics in it. And like you say, there's the whole Shimano versus Bosch thing. And I mean, I remember on the Nuke Proof Megawatt Facebook group, and there's people on there all the time saying, oh, my motor's gone or whatever. And they, they put a post up there the other day saying thumbs up or thumbs down as your motor ever gone. And most of them were thumbs up. I think there's just a few where they're having issues. Yeah. But they're the ones shouting about it. Yeah, yeah. But then the, the thing is though, then obviously you get the warranty with it. Yeah. So they swap it out. But obviously with, I think they're bringing out the 2.1 or the, two, eight, is it 801 or something? No, they're bringing it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the new Which version of it. Yeah. So if you've got an issue when that comes out, anyway, they're going to be swapping it for the new ones anyway. So, yeah. Although there are some issues at the moment with that, obviously they're still solving it. But then on the other hand, Bosch, I mean, look at us when we went out with Dale and his bike literally just wouldn't turn on and packed up. And then another car come over, which happened to be the owner of ProGuard oh, Woodguards. Yeah, RRP. Yeah, RRP, RRP and said, oh yeah, that's happened to mine. It's a warranty job. Uh, it's this, this, and this, and this, and it's happening to a lot of them. And it's, so it's, it's being, the same either way. Now, Dale's ended up being, so the bike shop, two wheels in um, in Stourbridge, you know, 
great company. They took it in straight away. They were on it. Um, they were checking out battery connections. Um, they were speaking to one and whatever else. And in the end, it was a it was a firmware upgrade. And you just think, oh. we then went and tested it. We did what was it thirty odd mile. We went yeah, to the great peaks, peaks and, it, and it didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Um, it's got a bigger battery. It did a lot of range. But you are going to get again. You, you're adding another complex bit to a to 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 a bike. It's going to start. And now updates coming out all the time. I mean, yeah. Mickey Finn texted me the other day saying, "Have you seen those three updates for the bike?" Like, no one in the. I said to the missus, I'm going in the garage to update the bike. What do you mean update the bike? Update the software? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went in there and there was three updates just fixing whatever bugs they'd found. So they're yeah. doing stuff with it. But, but I mean e-bikes, and I am a hypocrite, that I'm going to have hypocrite sticker put on the side of it <coughs> when, you know, when I'm going to get one. Um, there are downsides to e-bikes, but there are plus sides as well. And we ride Can It Chase the most. Can It Chase is a flat as a pancake mm. if you buy the trails. It is as fat as a pancake, there's no two ways about it. You can easily ride, you've said yourself, if we go ride round the, round the trails, you're going to get your hard tail out yeah. and you're going to ride the trails. But for off-piece stuff, it's immense mm. because you literally just, you, we'll go out and do an off-piece session on the, on the analogs um, and we'll go up and ride and we'll come down and think, right, well, I have you know, we think that that's awesome. But then we go, can't help but to do it again. <laughs> but we've got this hill to go up next, so you don't go and do that again. Well, you just go and session it on, yeah. on, on the uh, on the e-bike. And I did, I, my, I was waiting for part on my hardtail the other day, so the guys were going out over the dog, so I went on the e-bike, and it, I felt like I was taking the piece. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. It, I felt like I was just riding around the park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like you say, for off-piece sessioning, when we do the peaks, I'm saving it for that sort of cool stuff. And bike parks, so I can maybe session a few extra bits. And the hardtail, I love riding the hardtail at the moment. I absolutely love it because I feel like old school. I mean, like I can throw it around, chuck it around. You just feel like I come back on my BMX riding to school. I feel like so. Uh, I'm really enjoying the hardtail. Oh, um, I, I mean, the plus points though. Um, the other big one I would say is I, I've rode with uh, Peter Work, you know, you know, I mean, he, he's probably one of the most advanced riders that I personally ride with, you know, and Dale's not far behind. Their fitness levels are a hell of a lot better than mine, especially at the moment. Um, the difference is with the e-bike, it brings everybody back to a level. Mm. So the big thing about Wildfit is you, you guys set it up and it's for people on all fitnesses, all ages, you know, all genders, whatever you want to say, it's it's for everybody. Now we'll go out, and there's a there's a difference between all of us. We've spoke about it before. You know, if we go out, we're waiting for people, yeah. um, which we do, which is what we're part. Of, you know, which is what we're all about. Yeah. Um, well, it brings everybody back to a level. So when I go riding with Dale, I'll go riding ride with Dale on the weekend. We'll go and do off piece. We'll go and do we used to do about fourteen miles, something like that. Dale's quite good because he doesn't mind waiting at the top. So he'll get he'll get up there and, he, yeah. and he'll have a snack, whatever, he'll, and he'll, or he'll check the route of where we're going and whatever else, and he's quite you know quite good about that. But then for me, he's chilled out. I get to the top, I'm absolutely nasty. Come on, and he's like, right, I'm doing this bit, and you think, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So you go down the next bit. The differences with the e-box, and it was massive. You know, we saw it in the peaks. Was yeah. I was at the front. Yeah. That don't happen. Does it, you know, um, and, it, and, it, and it brings everybody back to that level. So if you do ride with people of, of different skills and, and different fitnesses, it does bring that back. So Coop, do you think you will ever get one? Eventually. Yeah. 
You It'd be great to get you back out. I'd love that. You're going to go and see Derek Brown. If you get the chance, ask him if you can sort out your fear of going down the hill on one night. Well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to get Adam Coxon, uh, resident bike skills man. skills man, to come on and, and voodoo you <laughs> out of the fear. Yeah. Can I interject with a new segment? Yeah. Because it's Christmas. I've got us some mince pies. Would you like a mince pie? Oh, oh Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you. We've got to do something for the Christmas special. Okay. Oh. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Thanks for my mince pie. <laughs> These are nicely decorated mince pies. No, you can't get mince pies with, with icing on them. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah. <laughs> However, I'm not so sure. Are you sure this is a mince pie? Yeah. I've never seen a mince pie. Look. It's, a, it's a bakewell tart, you nuts. You <laughs> <laughs> fucking is as well. <laughs> and I took into a nice Christmas bakewell tart. Very <laughs> <laughs> festive. Yeah. That's a thought that counts. Thanks. Thanks. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Or whenever Bakewell Tarts are celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> they must have been cheap though, because there's no cherry on them. Iced mint. There's a trick people into thinking that iced mince pies and it works. We'll sell these, we'll take all the cherries off. Yeah, we'll call it an iced pie. Yeah. <laughs> well, most people for the beer and me rabbit on. So Coop, how's the story? Um other than that you bought Bakewell Tarts to mince pie. Peter Kay tickets came out the other week, as we all know. Okay. <laughs> I'm sat there on the queue. 5,000 in the queue. And I'm like, yes, get all the way down. But you know, I'm panicking. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in there now. I, I can see where I want to get my tickets. I'm panicking. Well, uh, I bought one ticket. <laughs> I meant to buy two tickets. For you and the missus. And I bought, I accidentally bought one ticket. How did you accidentally buy one? Not only that, ask him where he bought it for. Huh? Ask him where, because obviously he's doing, for anybody. Oh yeah, where, what That's location did you buy it for? Manchester. Okay, rather than Birmingham. So you bought one ticket for in Manchester. <laughs> in, in January 2024. <laughs> <laughs> and did so, you panic even more when you realised what you'd done? I just thought, shit, so I went, I, like, I refreshed the screen to try and get the one next to it, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to buy one Peter K ticket. Yeah, I've got one Peter K ticket for sale. <laughs> January or February 2024. In Manchester. That's which, be- which is where Peter K is. Is he? Well, he is on that mall, yeah. <laughs> he's in Birmingham. No, he doesn't live in Manchester. I don't know. Isn't he from Bolton? Yeah, that's it, Bolton. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got that accent, in not he? I've put in the details. Visit Peter Kay's hometown. So. He went that far into researching it and then... Only but one ticket. Right, right. So if anybody missed that, no, no, so I mean... what, what Cooper's done is <laughs> trying to resell the ticket and in the description of the ticket he's put come and visit Peter Kay in the hometown of Manchester. Isn't it? 
Is he not really? I'm pretty sure he's Bolton. Yeah, I think he's, he's got that accent and he's a Bolton accent, isn't he? And I think anybody in Bolton who is potentially or maybe watching this now might want to lynch you because I'm pretty sure they won't want to be cast as somebody from Manchester. <laughs> and then the whole of Manchester you've pissed off that they're saying he's not from Manchester. But the ticket is from Manchester. Okay, well there we go. One Peter K Manchester ticket going cheap. You don't buy things very good at the moment, do you? So wow. you bought one piece of ticket in Manchester, you bought Bycroft Hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start reading, man, before you purchase stuff. You're just there clicking, chucking stuff over the I tilt. genuinely thought, right, who's going to buy one ticket? I just you? thought... You? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought it would default to two. I think it was cheap. Right, on his, on his poster it said 35 or 39 quid. It was 75 quid, so I thought, right, yeah, add them two together and add, add some admin fee. That's about right, yeah. £39, pound, £39, pound. He's, uh, he's, not, he's, he's not what you're at already. I, I paid £75. Pound. Oh, the 39 is the same is it? So then, you, then that admin fee and whatever else you said. Well, yeah, it was a, ra- it was a roundabout figure, wasn't it? <laughs> well, there we have it. That's Coop's news. Thanks for that. <laughs> and uh, in other news, how's the, uh, the fitness challenge going? Oh, dear, great. <laughs> <laughs> As he tucks in to an iced mince pie. His second one. <laughs> he, ate, he's at him that, he had another pack, but he ate him that quick. <laughs> he didn't realise there's no mince in them. <laughs> so, well, in all honesty, I've been busy the last few weeks. Yeah, because we've been trying to do a weekend workout, but then yeah. I've been away, like We've Disney on ice and stuff. So, so I've, I've took the executive decision to say... After Christmas. Okay. I can't comment on that, though, because like I said, I, I haven't been... Yeah, but you before. haven't got to do a bloody Spartan in July. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he has. <laughs> did you read the instructions on that? No, I did, did it. <laughs> no, then. No. <laughs> this is why it's so easy to get him to do stuff. I don't how, know where it is in the country. How far is he? I don't know. You don't know how far you've got to do it's what you've got to do. No. <laughs> God's sake. Hey, what, what's the Spartan? It's 5k. 5k of running? No, uh, it's not much running. It's it's mostly uh, quite gruelling obstacles. Hmm. It's not. Jump over some fire. Did you just say it's not? You, you throw you, a couple of spears. A couple of minutes ago, well, seconds ago, you said you have no idea. He signed up, so now he's told you what it is, and you're saying no, it's not. He's what I've told him. <laughs> 5k running. <laughs> In total, that's that's running round chase water once. That is that's easy. You've got to do a couple of burpees and a couple of star jumps. If you get something wrong, <laughs> you've got to throw a couple of spears and you've got to lift a rope. Right. So, do you know who the Spartans were? Yeah, they were that. There's three hundred of them. <laughs> For God's sake! And they all just did a little run. <laughs> a couple of spears. The reason I it's would about- assume I don't know anything about it, right? But from the name, <laughs> I would say it's quite hard. Spartans, the reason they didn't die, they all stuck together, didn't they, and formed a group. So I'm just going to... In fact, let me tell you... And I've already told that story on this podcast. <laughs> right, so there's different obstacle courses, races. What you get is you get, like, the the starter ones, which are, like, what do they call them now? Mud Runner or something like that. Yeah, which is, Yeah, which are... I mean, they're difficult. Is that how you explain that as well? (laughs) It's a fun run. The start ones. I mean, they're difficult for some people, but then, like, they're the kind of thing, like, 
the, the women's Derby and Joan group go and do to challenge themselves. Do you know what I mean? Then you get the next ones up. Like what he should be doing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> then you get the next ones up, which are like the mid-level ones. And then the top elite of the range of all obstacle course races are the Spartans. I think you should have looked into it. I've been, I've been and watched him. Yeah, you watch me start and you watch me finish. You don't see the bit in between. What do you think he's I doing? See, in he all went the hour there? and he came back down muddy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> I wonder, what's that, I wonder what's the head Spartan called? I wonder if that's what he told the rest of them. Don't worry, lads. We're just going to go that hill. You'll come back and bit down muddy. <laughs> I don't know whether you want to listen to me, but you might want to do a bit of research and stop eating mince pies. How <laughs> mince pies are both on top. So, well, so basically, his challenge isn't going very well. Well, it, it will. He's going to start. And I bought your, your Christmas gift for me, something to help you towards it as well. I bought you a little present. Is it a spear? Yeah. <laughs> Really it better not be a little red tissue to put around my crotch. Oh, we're going to send it back now. No. no, but it's something that'll help you towards your challenge. And we're going to get back doing our weekend workouts. We're going to get running midweek and we're going to get on it. But we'll do a bit now before Christmas, but after Christmas we'll get a set regime in an place. Actual, and yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get on it. Then. And, when, and how long have you got to do it? Well, I tr- yeah, it doesn't sound long, but I trained for an Ironman and lost five stone in that space of time. So, if we set a regime, we can do it. Easy. Yeah. Walk in the park. Easy. Sorry, I didn't mean to burp in your face. Though. Do you fancy it now? Well, I just want these mince pies. <laughs> With icing. I don't fancy it, though. No. The reason is, is because it's called spicy. <laughs> it ain't that bad. It, admittedly, I'm diff- it's difficult to get over the walls. Has anybody seen the video? He's twice the height of me. Right, and there's a test wall to go on when I went. Have you seen the video of him trying to get over it? <laughs> Have you ever, has anybody watched the video of him where he has to <laughs> jump off that <laughs> the obstacle course and all them kids come past you? Yeah. And then you're stood there for a while. Yeah, have a look on the World Fit YouTube search. Uh, that was a Spartan training. Obstacle course race. Yeah, that was a Spartan was. training ground. And I got to the end. Yeah, but... 45 <laughs> minutes later... <laughs> <laughs> That's just one obstacle. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So uh, I, I, I look forward to seeing that. Yeah. So what mountain bike stuff we've got coming up this year? Hard Rock. Can't wait. Hard Rock is the one very much looking forward to that. It is incredible. Last year was immense. Personally, I reckon it's uh, one of our best videos. Yeah. And Cooper's coming. Oh, is that the one I'm coming to? Yeah, Cooper's coming. Because you can hire bikes. Well, don't what? hire bikes. What have you told him about that? <laughs> He's got I've seen <laughs> You get free alcohol water. Free? That weren't free. I'm pretty sure it was six pounds at all. But we did get free beer. Like, the E13 stand, we were just chilling out with them. They kept giving us free beers. Like, everybody's just dead nice. And... What Cooper's plan is, because you, you get to test the bikes when you're there, don't they? I like he's telling me my plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is your plan. This is why it's Like, new proof we're giving out. Like, you could just go and hire a new proof and they give it you. Yeah. And just, you know, you don't have to pay for it. They just give it to go off and test for an hour and come back. So while we're riding the test track, Coop can go around every single one of the shops and test the e-bikes for free. Oh, I'll go on there, we'll go on that one. Yeah. And call Poodle off with us. It'd be great. You don't even have to bring a bike with you. It'd be great for you. Oh, I didn't take a bike last year. Hopefully I'll take a bike this year. Yeah. I do, we, we have entered it, haven't we? So yeah, you, yeah. You've so entered you've entered, entered it. Mickey Finn's entered it. So we're, we're in the, the e-bike bell. Yeah, we're in the e-bike category. Jake's standard category. 
For anybody who hasn't seen. Yeah, that's Jake's helmet. Where he decided to eat floor. Yeah, I've got a video of that as well. He made, uh, what was it, uh, Foul of the pink, Week? Pink Bikes Foul of the Week. Yeah. Um, he, GMBN's Foul or something like that, was it? And that's what happened to his helmet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's coming. And he, but he couldn't do it last year because of that. It was literally the week before he did that. Yeah, yeah. Who so dragged, dragged him to a bike park the week before? Yeah, that'd be you. <laughs> I'll ever do a bike park before we go. No. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're doing it. Adam, who comes out with us, he's doing the standard category as well. Who's Adam? Adam, our new friend. Adam. I can't pronounce his second name. Oh, the Polish guy. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a fast rider, man. He's fast. Have you, have, you, have you rode with him? Yeah, he's quick. But yeah, so he'll be uh, he's been out with us. Hard Rock's going to be incredible. Very much looking forward to it. And it was so cool last year. Like, can we do that thing where you go click on this link? Yeah, click on this link to see the Hard Rock video. It'll be up at the top somewhere. But I mean, like, we're just chilling out with like, what's his name, Ben Deakin. So yeah, we saw. We, yeah, we. And then we saw it. You went. Oh, you, what did you say? You've got balls. <laughs> Go and say yeah, hello. Go and say hello. But and he was he's not really accommodating. And yeah. He, you know. Uh, and he's really and everyone's like Matt Jones and that. They're all just dead nice and chatty and like. Yeah, yeah, just chilling, giving you beers and. It, you know these guys are like well known man because they're just. Yeah. The only thing cool. I would say to anybody if they're going to do hard rock is, sort the internet. Because oh, yeah. if you do like to be on the phone, it's in a valley. Or you need to keep checking in with the the missus or girlfriend or whatever. It literally is crap. For yeah, someone. you have to go to a ca- the cafe to get the Wi-Fi. Yeah, and that's it. So we're going to take some sort of dongle this year, aren't we? And port. Didn't somebody say thing you was it you? So you going to get a portable toilet? Was it Bell? That's quite a cooper. I've got a portable toilet, but no one else is using it. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> I've got a padlock for it. What's Quite it mean? Cardboard box. Right, so you know the padlock? What's it made out of? Metal. Right, what's a cardboard box that you do made out of? Oh, no, no, no. You can, get, you can get the toilet out of the box, but then the lid <coughs> to the toilet is padlocked to the... So this toilet you bought, did it come with a little padlock notch ready made on it for, no, for this reason? I made one. <laughs> I made one. <laughs> Uh, dirty mud runner, 20 mile. I remember being in the toilet, but I didn't realise it was padlocked. I thought, to the back. Challenging situation. I am well having a shit in your <laughs> toilet. And <laughs> 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 okay. nice. So, what else have we got coming up? We've got uh, Hard Rock, Winter Classic, which is the local run and ride and chase race. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the e bike category of that. And then I've entered Fox Antifreeze, which Jake uh, and Andy and Keith are doing with us. I'm in the e-bike category. Those guys are on standard. Uh, so I'm not sure how that's going to work because it's a lapped race. But the Fox Antifreeze is awesome. That's all around uh, Cody Brennan. It dips into the Beast in and out, and that's a real good race as well. So that's what we've got entered coming up this year. But as we always say, we don't enter them to win. We enter them to have a nice ride and trial some of the trails. So we'll be keeping you updated on that side of things. Hopefully soon we'll be getting Adam Coxon on. Here we go. I just want to say, I'm worried about my toilet now. You guys can have a pill on it, just don't let anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to protect the poo. He's not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> you can use it, just don't let anyone... If you, I'll tell you what, you can use it if you help me protect it. From <laughs> <laughs> the toilet mafia. 
<laughs> have you got like you need one of them toilet tents you can get them from Albert's and you put the toilet in it no it goes in it goes in my where I live <laughs> like your hobbit hole so we can come and shit in your house like in your <laughs> tent so long as you don't let anyone else what if I miss I'm giving you the privilege to use it. Okay. I hope that you'll respect that I'm letting you use it and respect I, the toilet. I just love how worried you are about your toilet. Do you get a key? You can. You have access. Can to I be a key holder of your shit box? It's a number. <laughs> Is it like a nuclear thing? So we all have to put it in at the same time and twist it. <laughs> no, it's just I mean, a four-digit code. <laughs> Brilliant. But I'm letting you use it if you respect it. All right, it's a deal. Continues. <laughs> yeah, it's a deal. So that was the Do a Skid Christmas special with yes. Wagner, Nathan, Coop, and myself as usual. Uh, next episode will be in January for the New Year, the New Year special. Hoping to get some more special guests on then, so stay tuned. And uh, thanks for joining us. Until next time. Waka waka. <laughs> Each time I'm going to try a different thing. A different catchphrase so we get yeah. one that works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's waka. a wrap. Don't get it. It's a bit longer than that. you when you Do you not remember that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom sent it us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. What is it? <laughs> Everybody knows it. Oh, 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 it's killing me. <laughs> don't you remember when you did that? It's back to our bedroom. <laughs> We're doing that. I don't look like that. <laughs> anyway, let's carry on with the podcast. It's going to be a ugly little face. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, you. <laughs> Can't explain. I'm crying. Okay. Right, let's, let's crack on. <laughs> I can't believe he doesn't remember. <laughs> what is it? Do a skill. This podcast is sponsored by InLife Web Design and Digital Marketing. Smarter solutions to bring your website to life. Also, JCFX Media, shaping your vision through film, animation and aerial footage. Have a nice day!